0: It is episode 41 of the Catching Up Podcast with Connor and Nick. I am your host, Connor. I run a company here in Seattle called Find Me in Seattle, where I tell stories about the wonderful people, places, things, and companies happening in our city. Nick Hughes is my co-host. He is on a world tour with his company Founders Live, where he tells stories and meets up with entrepreneurs from around the world starting up companies. And we have this show every week to just catch up and talk about the things that we see going on in the world and the experiences that we're having, building our two companies. And we are deeming this the opening of season two of the Catching Up podcast. Season one was 40 episodes all throughout last year, and we're going to shift it up a little bit. we got a little bored and regimented with the topics that we we're talking about. So we're going to be a little bit more free flowing this season and uh, talk about things outside of just startups and tech. We're going to be talking about the things that we're going through on our personal levels, uh, things maybe we see in sports or pop culture, society. And we're really excited to have you following along. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Catching Up Podcast. Please uh, text, tweet, respond, message, whatever works best for you. Any questions or thoughts that you may have, we'd love to hear your feedback. And I hope you enjoy episode 41 of the Catching Up Podcast. Nick, good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome back to season two of the Catching Up podcast. How you been? Good. How are you, Connor? I am fantastic. I feel good. I feel like we took a nice break. We had a good conversation to all of you listeners there. We took a couple weeks off to kind of reorganize the show here and figure out, you know, what's the direction we want for this show to go? We did 40 episodes, which we are deeming season one, and now we're trying to give it a little bit more structure, or I guess actually less structure, um, but make it a little bit more uh, enjoyable for Nick and I to kind of be flexible, talk about what we want, and uh, I'm excited to be to be back in the show here on Friday. Yeah, me too. Me too.
1: It was a break, but now we're back, and yes. uh, man, I'm I'm joining you
0: from Dallas, Texas. Wow! And so I'm trying to think. I don't know if you were if we skipped all of your Austin trip. We might have, maybe the last episode you were just getting into Austin for South by Southwest. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: if anyone is listening and following, uh, I'm on a world world tour this year and uh, March took me through uh, Phoenix and Austin. And then uh, we're now in April and I swung in here to Dallas. And uh, so this last week was Dallas Startup Week. And so a lot of activity, a lot of great stuff going on. And we had Founders Live Dallas event last night, which was, dude, it was awesome. I mean, it's a it's a beautiful life, man. Uh, just traveling to these cities, and you know, just you know, it's the events are the same, man. In every city, it's like same energy, same
0: excitement, and uh, we had a great great night. I mean, that's got to be just so encouraging for you. like, And that's why I'm enjoying this show kind of recording along with your journey and seeing that each city is going off really smoothly and it feels so similar no matter where you are in the country. I mean, Dallas and Austin, they're still big, big cities, but they're very different than what's going on here in Seattle. And so it's Phoenix and LA and San Francisco to sort of see that same startup collaboration and energy coming into the same room and helping each other. Uh, it's just really great to hear because I know I was, uh, I wouldn't say skeptical at all, but you know, I was just curious about how these events were going to roll out and, and was it going to be the same and were you going to be able to deliver on it? And it's so great to hear that everything's going off successful. So, so where did you host the Dallas event?
1: Yeah. So it was at, um, I'm actually sitting in the building right now, but it's, it's called Ross tower and it's, uh, you know, just a, uh, commercial building here in Dallas and we were on the 13th floor. And um, just kind of a big open room and, you know, less, I guess, less um, styled and beautiful than say like the collective in Seattle, but uh, definitely like awesome view of like the skyline and you're, you know, we're basically on the 13th floor uh, in downtown Dallas and, you know, just, it was really cool. It was, it's just, it's been really fun.
0: Yeah. And so I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot about the companies yesterday, but did any, any company stick out to you that uh, you give a little (laughs) promo to whether they won or they didn't win yeah i I do um
1: so not the winner but uh dude there's this company called monarch so it's like monarch like the butterfly but without the h at the end and they are building the world's first robotic quarterback for football teams to train and so you know when uh like baseball or football have those like machines that like throw the football Yes. Like the, the the spinning wheels and shit. Yep. Well, these guys and they're younger guys that uh, pretty maybe a couple years out of college, but really intelligent guys, and they have built this like like uh, intelligent smart machine that that actually allows a receiver or uh, players to they wear like a, a little wearable device and they can run routes and this thing. Uh, it's actually through a uh, triangulation it's not a camera but it can actually automatically know it knows where the player's running and it it's like an audit it's like a robotic quarterback that throws wow. and in it it can not only throw accurately but it'll like they can you can like as a quarter or as a receiver you can dial it in and be like all right I'm going to do 20 routes and I want it to be varied in accuracy so, the player can actually like have to jump up and catch the ball or go down low to catch the ball, or it 's a you know crappy throw dude it's crazy cool, and they were like showing me uh, videos and stuff and they're starting to um, you know they they've created they have a few created but they're starting to sell to NFL and college football teams, but uh, they pitched last night it was pretty sweet and i 'm like i'm like okay, I see this and as you can see the progression of you know, sports and you know, professional teams starting to use AI and machines, uh, not only in practice, but possibly, you know, look, I-, I don't think Russell Wilson will ever, will ever be replaced by a, a machine or a robot, but you can imagine 10, 20, 30 years in the future, what do sports involve? And, yeah. um, so I was really impressed with the magnitude of what they're building, and I mean, they're already working with. Uh, a number of um, some early, you know, their early customers are colleges, but they're starting to talk to
0: professional NFL teams about it. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. That, I mean, yeah, shout out to them Um, here. I'm reading for all of you listeners. Uh, It's engineers from the university of Iowa developed the automated quarterback and they just raised $5 million back in February. Um, And so that's like, that's a decent amount of money raised. Uh, Usually, Uh, people pitching at Founders Live are kind of a little earlier than that, Mm -hmm. but that's a really impressive start. And that's such a unique niche market because there are so many teams. I mean, from all levels of of playing from Pop Warner through high school, college and the pros that you think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for them to get this there. Then I think it just, it's going to help so much with practice, right? Because, uh, When you're practicing, there are so many variable, human variables involved with like, and and those are very important, right? Because there's timing involved. But when it comes to just like getting reps and learning how to catch on the run for a receiver, uh, that is pretty impressive. And since it has all that data, I assume the robot is just going to like, maybe it's not here to start, but it's going to be dropping dimes soon because it's got all the (laughs) information about how fast they're running, their angle and the trajectory. And it's going to be able to calculate in a split second on where to place that ball to make sure it lands in their hands. Yeah, um, that's yeah. And that's just some amazing data that even you could take that data back and provide it to the quarterback. And so the quarterback can kind of understand about where he need, he or she needs to be placing the ball um, to make sure that, you know, the receiver catches it in stride. That's super cool.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I, I haven't done enough digging here, but after this conversation, I'm going to go and uh, look for – A video of it because that that just sounds awesome yeah it does man it's really cool and so um to transition a little bit i mean personally on my business a little bit it's uh tax season's coming up and i'm just way stressed about that um and, and that was just kind of like a little side note about what's going on but uh, for season two here, we want to talk about more like what's going on in our lives and what's going on in businesses really kind of like blend the two and catch up as friends and, and let the audience jump into that conversation. And so, um, you know, what what things this last month since we haven't been having the show, Come on, right? Man. You've been on the road, oh, yeah. you've been living in Airbnbs and uh, people's homes and in an RV. And so what are some of the takeaways that you've had this last month on the road in Texas?
1: Yeah. I mean, so many, man, so many. And um, yeah, that, you know, I, I suggested this topic because um, it, you know, I was curious of, you know, your experience, just, you know, being more in Seattle and then how I, you know, my experience on the road. And um, you know, it's, it's crazy because every day is different. And um, one thing that I'm finding is like, there's even a harder challenge of, because basically business in my life has blended so much that there is no division. Like I am, I am on the road. I am in Founders Live. I'm basically doing this all the time and I love it, man. Like I'm, 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 I'm literally living the dream, but at the same time I have to be aware to like time out and actually take a weekend. And so what, what we've actually been doing recently is, kind of naturally creating the week. So I've been staying in an Airbnb this week. Um, I, it it ends tomorrow. I leave tomorrow and we actually are, you know, we're in downtown or we're in the city of Dallas, but we're going to, you know, we're driving in a bus. So we're going to take the bus and uh, Saturday night and Sunday night, we're going to kind of head out and actually camp outside. You know, I don't even know where we're going yet, but we usually go to like state parks or national forests or at national, mm-hmm. you know, national parks, um, and so that allows to break up not only, you know, the life of being on the road, but also business and and doing founders live. And I need I need to get out into nature. Um, between between, you know, from Austin when we drove to Dallas, we drove over the weekend and we just like stayed two nights in like camping or like an RV park, but we went on some hikes. I mean, yeah, you can still hike in, um, Texas, but it's not like, <laughs> it's not like Washington. Um, but yeah, we're, you know, just getting outside and, um, going and seeing, you know, rivers, lakes, national parks, state parks, that's helped me balance. And, uh, because if I'm not careful, I'm, I'm just in it all the time and it's, it's not yeah. necessarily the most healthy
0: thing. Do you think just having a separation from your computer and your phone is, is, is like the X factor for that? Yes.
1: And, and also getting outside and, you know, getting some fresh air and go move, you know, expend energy, um, you know, jump in the water. I mean, stuff like that. It's like, I you know, and I, I credit Raleigh, who is, you know, driving the bus and driving me. And, you know, he's a great guy. And I credit him uh, basically saying, look, we're, we're going to go do this. Like, he's basically like, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm forcing you to come and get outside. We're going to go on a hike. Um, it's funny because he's a little taller than me. He's got longer legs than me. So when we're like on a hike, his normal speed is a little, a little faster than mine. So I'm like trying to keep up and, um, you know, (laughs) just like, damn man, like slow down. And, you know, but like, he's, he's forcing me to get outside of my comfort zone and actually step away from the business. And, uh, that's really healthy. And, you know, you know, whether you do that on your own in Seattle or whatever city you live in, um, you know, just remember and I, I'm now saying this more to founders. I'm literally saying this, like, remember to take a weekend and remember to remove yourself from your, your laptop or your phone, put it away and and get outside or do something or, you know, go to the art gallery or go see a show. um, Because it's easy to get lost in your business and and, and, in your, your journey of an entrepreneur. Like it's so easy. It's not that healthy though.
0: Yeah, I love hearing that. And and startup culture is also, you know, intertwined with hustle culture, right? And it's about, like, working 15 to 20 hours a day and, and sometimes not sleeping, which I think is crazy. And, uh, right, yeah, spending all the time and, like, not taking time off for yourself or not uh, doing frivolous, time wasting things. But I totally agree. I think it's so important to get away. And I think it's great for you because I bet the first two months, especially because you were just trying to, like, figure out routine and understand what you were going through that you weren't taking as much time to like separate and it's nice that you have a counterpart now uh who can who they're on their own time right like he's driving the bus and he's got his own priorities and so he's like i'm gonna go and take this personal time and and he drags you with them i think that's that's just a great resource yeah. to have i don't i don't necessarily have that in seattle Uh, Um, I have my fiance, but she's also working and doing stuff. Um, but yeah, I I think I can relate a ton to that because my, because of the, the brand and the personality that I'm creating here in Seattle, it's a constant blend. Um, and I've actually realized that sometimes it's difficult. Uh, I was at a bar, uh, last weekend and you know, we were pretty, we, we were a couple drinks deep, and someone came up to me, and they're like, hey, you're finding me in Seattle, and I just had to be, like, really straight up with them. I was like, hey, you know, really friendly, really nice. Um, I'm, I'm not an angry drunk whatsoever, but just be like, hey, I apologize. Like, I've had a ton of to drinks, so I'm not gonna be, like, I'm not totally there right now, um, and it's just, like, an interesting mix of Uh, Yeah. In the last 24 hours, I've had three people come up to me and be like, hey, you're finding me in Seattle. And now I'm really encouraging that because I'm passing out these stickers. I'm encouraging people to come say hi to me. And I'm working on this like family of totems, uh, which are this first version are these stickers. But eventually I want to like have enamel pins or some type of giveaway. Uh, So when people find me in the city, whether they take a photo, a selfie with me or they just come say hi, that I give them something in return that they can walk away with. And putting that out there, has put a little bit more pressure that there's there's an opportunity for there to be zero separation. And I'm really inviting that into my life. And we'll see if that grows, um, how much stress that's going to put on me. But it's it's really hard to separate. And uh, going to yoga, the yoga studio I go to doesn't allow phones or any electronics in the studio. So I'm trying to get there two to three times a week. And that at least is providing me the hour a day where I'm just really separated mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like... Uh, disconnect, breathe, sweat, and then get back into the routine the rest of the day. But yeah, it is hard. I think you and I are going through a similar thing with just our business and our personal life and building our personal brands. Uh, they're going to, they're one and the same at this point. And yeah, how, how it develops is going to be really interesting to watch. And we should continue to kind of talk about this as, as it develops.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you just got to be, you got to be more purposeful, right? You got to be more intent and purposeful on the times that you schedule the the more relaxing time or the off time, um, it just it takes more attention, and because if you're a, if you're an employee and you're nine to five or whatever, like if you, you know if you're an employee, you have a more natural break from your air quotes job or the office. Um, but what we do is 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 quite a bit more in, integrated in our life and. So you just got to be more and put more intention on it. And I think Mm -hmm. in any, anyone that's listening, you know, just consider where you're at and, you know, where you're at in your life, where you're at in your business and, and make sure that you are scheduling time to be away from it and be with, you know, be with your partner and be with your friends and, you know, whatever you do to de-stress or, or have a hobby, like don't lose that. Um, And, you know, you know, it, <laughs> we we were rolling down the road. Uh, this was like a week or two ago. And Raleigh is like, "Hey, like in the bus we're driving." He's like, "Like, what do you do? what do you do outside of Founder's life? Like, what's your hobbies?" And I was like, "Oh man, I mean, like, I'm not look, I'm 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 not a boring person, and I'm a you know I'm, but I was like, I don't do a lot outside of this life." And, you know, I, I get out, I'm active, I run, workout. I'm hiking. Um, I'm definitely a sports fan. So, you know, obviously, if, if it's a football or basketball or any, you know, golf, which I was like, side note, I was like, oh, yeah, like the Masters is coming up soon. I'm excited for that. Yes. Um, you know, so just stuff like that. But like, dude, I actually don't you know, I don't have a hobby. Like I don't play an instrument. I don't, you know, create art, you know, I don't paint or draw on the side. Um, you know, it just, there, there, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, Oh, you know, I think I need to open that part of my life up a little more. Um, you know? And so, you know, I've been thinking about that. And even on the road, I'm still thinking about, you know, what areas do I want to maybe explore and open <laughs> up a little more? So this is an important topic.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think that's, that's important for all people. To, to always be looking for different creative outlets and exploring new things because it's just good for your health. It's good for your mind. And, uh, it'll it help you in whatever business venture you are to explore some of those different things. It'll give you a different perspective. Oh, uh, but but for you, like I understand, like you're a socialite, right? right? Like some of your best strengths, I've always said, Nick, like you're a great listener and you do really well in social environments, right? So like, I think you just have enjoyment by going and like, hanging out with people and it doesn't necessarily matter. You usually enjoy yourself with kind of whatever you're doing as long as you're with people that have friendly conversation and you guys can banter back mm-hmm. yep. yeah. um, and forth. Yep. Um yeah, yeah. And so how how are you related to sports like are have you been able to keep up are you just like keeping up on apps like are you gonna be able to watch any of the masters do you go to a bar if you want to watch like the March madness games or we have the Final four coming up this weekend um you know does that get prioritized at all anymore
1: <clears throat> well yeah it, you know what's what's nice is um, it, so when you're on the road you actually have more flexible time like i you know like today I'm, I'm gonna go to um so i'm here at the kind of base camp for startup week and i've been kind of working out of there most of the week but you know when generally when you're on the road you, you find coffee shops or the co-working space that you're gonna work at but then you know i'll peel off around three or four and go hit a you know gra- grab a beer at a bar and throw up the laptop and work you know a couple hours um and they usually have tvs and so i'll watch that here's another pro tip traveling Dude, when you're in a like in a large city like Dallas or San Diego or um, you know Austin, a huge tip is you can the nicer the hotel, the better the lobby that you can go work in and grab a drink, and they don't mess with you at all. Like they those lobbies are there for a reason, and they're nice. They have Wi-Fi, and you can just like hang out, and it's a sweet ass place to work.
0: So you know.
1: And, and they usually have screens that have like sports and stuff on there. So you just like, you know, find like the West End or find, uh, you know, the Marriott, the JW Marriott in Austin. I just swing in there and I just like hang out and work and, you know, they've got a bar there. And, um, and then, you know, there might be like the March Madness basketball games, or they'll definitely have like, you know, the masters if it's on. And that's what I do, you know? So you, you know, I'll, I'll take calls in there and I'll, um you know, but you can have a, you know, if it's like four o'clock, I'll have a drink and be working a little bit. And um, it's pretty cool. And, and it's because like, what I found in Seattle was, and this is not bad, but I found I would get in the routine of going to the co-working space and locking myself in, in, in that space or that room. And, you know, I being in a new city all the time, you just float around and you find these cool spots to like work. And sometimes you end up meeting someone uh so i I like doing that and then naturally they've got screens on and you know there's there's a game on and i'll watch it
0: so that's pretty cool that's that's a really good tip and and kind of related to that um and i know i've given you a hard time about documenting the process that's like an awesome blog post series just like all the places that you're going and just pointing out all of the places that you've been working and documenting like oh today i went to the west end and no one said anything to me and like just saying that these hotel lobbies, I think that's a great tip. Um, I, I mean, I walk around the city. I've actually been doing a series of, like, uh, highlighting three places that I go to work. I went to the UW library uh, yesterday. I was at the convention center uh, sitting down, looking down on Pike Street yesterday, or two days ago. And uh, I know a lot of people are really curious about that kind of information. So I think that would be really helpful if you create, uh, whether written or Instagram or some type of content around like, here's some great free places to go work in these cities. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, Um, But yeah, that kind of concludes our conversation for this week. Uh, I guess it's episode 41, the first episode of season two. And so Nick, what do you got on tap? What's your plan for the next week? You got any news you want to share with the audience here? Let's see. Hanging in Dallas most of the rest of
1: the month. So um, yeah, we, all I'm gonna say is um the the I'm just gonna let you in on a little secret which was um had a film crew follow me yesterday uh we are creating um kind of a pilot show to then possibly get a larger larger show behind what we're doing and the travel and the tour and that's all I'm gonna say right now um who knows where that goes but it was pretty sweet to have a film crew behind me and following
0: me yesterday during the event it was awesome yeah that is fantastic make make sure you take pictures for yourself so you document those experiences so yeah. you at least remember because you have no clue where the show's going to go but at least you have exactly. something like hey remember you can you know you can talk about when you're older and be like hey remember that day i had this like film crew follow me around in dallas uh, <laughs> yeah that's super cool well i'm excited to see where that develops um and congratulations i mean that's just like a big deal yeah uh, to, ha- to have something going on like that i can't wait to see where that develops as the year goes by but uh, absolutely, thanks thanks as always for jumping on this call uh every single week nick i appreciate you so much i love doing this show and just catching up with you it kind of just feels like years ago when we used to sit in the same office together and, and banter about what was going on in, in the world, whether it was tech, politics, sports, uh, Seattle, startups, all that good stuff. Um, and I appreciate talking with you. So I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Um, let's leave it at. What's your prediction for the final four going into this weekend and Monday for the national championship? Um, well, who does, who does Michigan state play? Texas tech.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say Michigan State, Virginia, and
0: Michigan State wins. Michigan State's going with the winner. I'm I'm gonna go with the double upset. I'm hoping we get Auburn and Texas Tech in the final. And I think Texas I think Texas Tech they just look uh monstrous. They just really they're big, they're fast, they're athletic. Uh I really think that they have an opportunity, but i'd love to see Texas Tech and Auburn two teams that have never been to the final four before it would be it'd be kind of like a double Cinderella story to have them both in the final, and I think that would encourage a lot more teams uh in the future that like anyone can win this tournament uh yeah. if if you 've got the right team chemistry but uh enjoy your Friday uh and I will talk to you next week all right, peace. Welcome back to episode 42 of the Catching Up Podcast. I am your host, Connor Kaysen. I run a company here in Seattle called Find Me in Seattle. Um, It's a media property telling stories about our wonderful city. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Nick Hughes, who is on the road traveling around the country promoting his company, FoundersLive.com. It's a social platform for entrepreneurs and founders of startups and all companies alike to meet each other, share helpful tips, network and uh, help each other's businesses. Today, we are talking about our personal business models and how they've evolved since we started our businesses in the last couple of years. And we're also talking about uh, some of the challenges Nick's having on the road, uh, specifically around getting exercise. So thank you very much for joining us here on episode 42 of the Catching Up podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show.